It's our first ever Wednesday podcast, which is a chat about footy. Today, some very special guests who I'll announce after we bounce that pill. Welcome to the first Wednesday one. Uh, we've had some wonderful interviews with people recently, and we realised that it's really hard to for people to go and find them later. Yeah. So we decided we'd just separate them from the normal podcast because people don't... It's not radio. It's not like you just listen to the radio and then you, someone comes mm. on. You would... Going down, you would click and say, oh, look, there's the one with Mish. I'll listen to that one. Yeah. So we're just going to separate them. We might have put Dino and Stacey in with with the Monday one. Yes. But now we won't. Yeah. Especially for guests to have a standalone pod as well. Yeah. For re-listenability. Yes. So, like, when it, the season's off, they might go, I want to listen to the interviews. I can't, I can't listen to the round 10 recap because it's irrelevant to me Yes, now. correct. But these are evergreen. You guys are evergreen. Thank you. I feel evergreen and I just spat and I think we all saw it. <laughs> I didn't see it, but now I know it. Okay. Our guests today, uh, I want to talk a little bit because we've done it occasionally. I want to talk about a little area that not many people know exists. Mm. It's called... The Western Australia, <laughs> and it is, I believe, to the west of the other states and yeah. territories. Yeah. To talk about it, I've got uh, two friends. Can I call you friends? We're best friends of each other, or of you? Just, just what I just no. Just do you know? Clear. Do you know the concept? Okay. Do you know the concepts of friendship? Yes, absolutely. Very familiar with it. Uh, great. So Dean is, I think, Australia's best radio producer. Wow. He, kind. he is uh, He was on The well, highest rating? Yeah, it went pretty well The highest rating uh, breakfast show FM breakfast show in, in, in Melbourne, Victoria We were going alright for a while there It was Chrissy, Sam and Brownie So Chrissy Swan Yes Sam Pang And big Jonathan Brown Jonathan Brown mm. Who's actually a Melbourne boy You forget Because you know he, He's part of that Brisbane Dynasty team But Yeah he, he is actually right So Ooh. I met him When I went on that radio show yeah. First my first impression Of Jonathan Brown right Because mm. I see Jonathan If you turn on KO <laughs> Have you managed to make KO work And turn it on <laughs> If you get If you turn the KO app on And it somehow Shows you images Yeah the first thing you'll see is Jonathan Brown talking about something, whether yep. it's on the couch yeah. or hosting some sort of bullshit. Unless he's you there. catch the curse to bounce. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's or never off. Yeah, he's always on. We've got to talk about bounce later. Remind me to talk I about don't bounce. don't want to talk there about is, there, is, <laughs> there is no sadder feeling than when bounce appears. Okay, on the let's talk about bounce. And we get it a lot from West watching West we Coast always games the on shitty Sunday, Sunday picture. And it, go, it runs into bounce. The yeah. sadness is in your bones. <laughs> yeah, turn it up. So I, This is a stitch up. For some reason... And I went to the boxing last Wednesday. Did you? I went to the boxing that Tyson Fury was at. I'm not a big boxing fan, but I ended up almost ringside, right? Yeah. The third final match of the boxing yeah. was Tom Bell Chambers yeah. versus Cam Mooney. And Tom Tom uh, Bell Chambers started training for this three weeks ago. Right. Yeah. And he's gigantic, yeah. weighs probably over 100 kilos, yeah. and he's, he packed a punch. Yeah. And I just saw, so sitting ringside, mm. Cam Mooney hosts the bounce, which is the, we've talked about the bounce before, Sunday evening football show. Yeah. And 
Cam Mooney is one of the hosts. He has a segment called Numerology where he looks at num- number number things. <laughs> it's breathtaking. It's like, oh, you know, these numbers equal this, which equals this. And then you go, oh, that's, that's funny. You've done it again, Cam. Yeah, <laughs> Numerology. And then it's hosted by uh, a gold, a, a, a flag flyer at the Sydney Olympics who played for the Washington Wizards. <laughs> or Washington Bullets, maybe even. Yeah. Andrew Gaze. Yep. And someone they call the Chief, Jason Dunstall. <laughs> and- Ringside, Jason Dunstall and Andrew Gaze were watching on, like watching on their 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 best friend in a boxing match. <laughs> Did that mood start as all oh, Moons was going to get? It was like a bit like when they cut to Andrew Gaze, he did like a bit of a stick and move, like a little punch jab. Yeah, like to when the camera came, like it was all good fun. And then there was a moment where Tom Bell Chambers punched Cam Mooney as hard as he could in yeah. the skull mm. and knocked him out. Stace, have you seen oh, it? No, I haven't seen this. It's, he knocked him out. It's, it, it was, and everyone around me was like, oh, yeah. And I was sitting there, I'm like, this is awful. the saddest thing I've ever seen. I felt genuine sadness. Like, this poor man who used to be a champion yes. footballer is now 40 plus? 43. 43. Born in the 70s, and his brain was being treated like Play Doh. Yeah. Like, before that big, it felt like a coward punch. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it was not. No, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was uh, fair approved. And it, was <laughs> a, it was a fair and legitimate punch. But before that, he got knocked down twice. Like, I feel like it should have got called. No, it should have got taken. It felt yeah. really, really sad. And I've just felt such sadness, sadness inside me. I walked home after the, the, the whole thing. I was like, I'm just sad for Cam Mooney. Was it one of those ones where, like, Cam Mooney took home, like, a million bucks, though? Or No, this would have been for, like, Top. 10 grand. I reckon yeah. uh, between 20 and 40, I reckon. Oh, okay. I think. It's not worth it for brain damage. No. <laughs> so I heard from someone... So it's not, a, it's not part of the prank show. It's not... No. <laughs> so then they cut... The, I saw Andrew Gaze and, and the chief walking backstage to check on their friend who they were genuinely just sad for. Yeah. And that was... It wasn't very bounce. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very bounce at all. It was, was a bounce feeling? of the fist of the face, yeah. the bounce of the head hitting the oh, mat. It was it, miserable. If it were bounce, they'd be in sumo suits. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They'd be sort of one of... They'd be wearing a... He'd be wearing an old cat scoons <laughs> or like half north, half cats. But I'm so with you. The sadness. His, was, it was sad. It was awful. Anyway, how did we get here? So introducing Dino, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hosted, uh, but that's Jonathan Brown. Yeah, he. I, I immediately connected with him because I said I've been with my partner Annie for thirteen years mm. now, and she's from a tiny town in Warrnambool called Woodford, mm-hmm. which is just inland, literally a town of like forty people. And I said, um, I said, he's like, I'm from. I'm like, my partner's from Warrnambool. He said, Oh yeah, where'd she grow? I said, Well, she's actually in Woodford. He ended up living around the corner from um, where my partner Annie grew up. Really? Like, so I was like, mate, we're the same. <laughs> you and me are the same. I've always thought that about you, Jonathan. We've Brown. never spoken again. He is one of those men, and you will be able to speak to this, mm. Dean. He's one of those men that every man just thinks he's just incredible when you meet him. He's just this like, oh, like just, I don't want to fall into that alpha beta shit, yeah. but he is the ultimate alpha, like a kind, warm alpha. And you feel like <laughs> when you talk to JB... Something inside you makes you be more alpha for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe not your authentic self. Because you, you're under his wing and yeah. you're like, if I if I start a fight with someone, yeah. Jonathan Brown's got me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever told him something really, really vulnerable and felt, and he's been like, that's all right, mate. Like anything like that? <laughs> Pretty much. And that's how you respond to it. Yeah. <laughs> he just gave me a firm handshake and a pep talk and I'm back. It's going to be okay, buddy. <laughs> he was once hit by a car riding a bike. He was, man. And the car smashed. Genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> in the Brisbane preseason, it was on the Great Ocean Road, 
yeah. and uh, the car had to get towed after running into yeah. a brownie. It's, it's unbelievable. Incredible, man. Yeah. And then our other guest is a Tottenham Hotspur fan. I yes. know this for sure because uh, I'm a Tottenham Hotspur Big fan. Big I know this. Uh, yeah, so I decided to follow the EPL during COVID because I was mm. like, I need more more, more media to consume. Yes. Can't <laughs> stop and think. How did you Must- get to Toddy's? So, Toddy, the Prime special, they made a Prime series called All or Nothing. All or Nothing. And it was the, Spoiler alert. And it was, about the, it was about the rise of Tottenham with their new coach, Jose, Jose Mourinho. Mourinho. He's a real pistol. Oh, I know the meme. Which is which one? Uh, I Jose Mourinho. Oh. No? He has multiple memes. Oh, I thought that what was, was your meme? meme. That was the meme from that TV show where he's talking uh, tactics and he's like, and you don't want to be like this. And that got cut out of him just. Yeah. He, that show, his only coaching is you need bigger balls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He says it so much. So many times. You'll need big balls. Yes. Every whiteboard you see, just big balls <laughs> underlined twice. Yeah. And has he his... been fired for Ange? Oh, he's like his... nine coaches ago now. <laughs> yeah. All right, because Ange Postacoglu is going to the Spurs. That's what we hope. That's what we no, yeah. that's not real. Is it? That's what I've heard. Okay, so that's Big okay. News. So uh, this is a this is a tangent. I like this, <laughs> but Stacy, you're Greek. Yes. Tom is a Greek Orthodox. He's Greek Orthodox. <laughs> he got put in a tub it's, a year ago, which makes him sound more Greek than me. <laughs> yeah. So he married Back to the tub. What, tub. <laughs> he, he married uh, Eleni Zahariu. Yes. Sorry to dox your wife. That's all right. I think everyone <laughs> um, knows her name but right now. They had to get married quick because a baby was on the way mm. called Atlas. Nice. And Tom needed to become Greek before the baby came into the world. Correct. Yeah. So did they, the parents know that the baby. The was parents there? knew, but right. you know, not maybe the old some ones. Other, right. Some other, no. Not the old ones. <laughs> right. Um, and then so they got a tub. Yep. Put me in a tub. Yes. At the church. And then at the of director oil. of Auntie Donna's film stuff, Max. Who is Greek? Oil. He's oh, Greek. Okay. He yes. was the god. He's your godfather. Yeah, he's I was going to suggest that I could be the godfather for your child if you needed a preloaded <laughs> orthodox. Second child though. Yeah, second child. Okay. Call up Stacey. Right. So the way we break down Auntie Donna now, because we're we're like a board of a company now, right? Yes. So we're like Broad and Mark and Zach are writers, EPs, and collaborators on all projects. Sam Lingham, head writer. Tom is the music composer. Max Miller is the film director and religious guide for Tom as the godfather <laughs> of our composer. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, they put you in a tub and he had board shorts on and they oiled him up and yeah. made him Greek. It's yeah. exactly like it is in uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Yes, I'm, I'm actually shocked that, <laughs> yeah. that is exactly, they got it exactly right. It, it why, feels oddly. Tom, why the oil? Why the oil? <laughs> the oil has some significance. There's also a bit of myrrh that goes around. And some smoke, yeah? And some smoke. Now, I saw it happen with his now almost one year, no, not even like 12, six Nine months old yeah. uh, Atlas the other week, and mm. it was a naked baby screaming. Mm. Yeah. And <laughs> Brandon I was, was very, didn't know what to I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. Um, <laughs> it was Cam Mooney all over again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 it was. It was the same feeling. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, I wonder if Tom did the same. Was he screaming and crying? <laughs> I was. I was so upset. I just wanted to go back to mum. Yeah. Tom, can you? Is it possible to play me the remix of the Fox Footy um, thing? I can do that right I now. I need to hear it, man. Need to hear it? It's gorgeous. For oh, it's ears. good. It's good for your ears. How would I find it? Did you finish introducing Stacey? No. This is Stacey Gagoulos. <laughs> You'll know him from Triple J. Uh, how's Triple J going? Going well. Thanks. You called me on Grand Final Day. Grand final was it Grand Final Day or Grand Final Eve? It was the morning was of the Grand morning Final. Yeah. I was I remember because the game was on at seven o'clock at night mm. this year. It was the first night AFL Grand mm. Final. And you were in uh, Brisbane or something? And I was in Cairns shooting a show mm. called Irreverent. Mm. And um you called me at like ten in the morning 
And I remember you were like, it was a, we had a nice, wonderful chat. And then um, I remember I kept listening to you. And then you were like, I reckon doggies will win. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Stacey, you dog. Um, I, I work at the ABC, so you need to be fair and balanced. <laughs> so I had to talk to you for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I needed to come out the other side and say, yeah, but. It's fair. Know, it's absolutely uh, fair. In that time, I have found the AFL song. Are we up on that? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you talk us oh, through. Oh, it's long. So that's the KO ding ding. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little intro. We tried to make it go viral and it didn't work. How, like, in, we put any, it on TikTok. How many views are we looking? Well, it did well on Instagram for us. What did it do? Like a thousand or something? Take Sorry, that. Instagram. Take it. This is Mark Robinson talking about the moon. <laughs> he loves the moon. Have you seen that footage of him just getting mad about the footy and then then seeing a photo and seeing the moon in it? <laughs> and his breath is taken away. Yeah, yeah, look at that. That's oh, stunning. If, that, and he's like, if that's a real photo, that's incredible. <laughs> Don't you reckon Robbo looks like a, his energy is a washed up detective? Yeah. I, <laughs> yes. I love him. Like, I think he's the best. Whiskey in the top drawer of the desk in the yeah, office. And empty pizza boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what Harold Sun is, I imagine. <laughs> Have you ever seen Vox Pop footage around um, the uh, Harold Sun offices? It's oh. the saddest stuff. Here we go, here we go. Where's that pill? <laughs> but at the core, Tom's one of the best producers in Australia of music, right? But then on top of that, Mark Willett, who composed this song, mm. it's an incredible song. It's dirty. I like it. Do you mean the, uh, the original? The, yeah. the Fox right. footy yeah, yeah. theme. It's beautiful. Saxophone solo. The sax is really welcome. <laughs> Where was this? Who's, who played this? I got it off Spice. Nice. Yeah. The ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tropical that's what I assumed. <laughs> that's gorgeous. That's good, huh? Yeah. Um, so, I'm just going to fade it out there. Yeah, that's available. That's a nice we fade should out. put it on YouTube. YouTube? Yeah, it's just so like, you can watch it. How many more social media platforms do you want us to I want to take over the world with our small audience. We mentioned this on the last podcast about us trying to work out how to upload a TikTok. Oh my God. <laughs> we should have filmed it. Mid thirties men go hell off. We ended up getting the editor, the full time editor for Donna, yeah. and taking them away from Donna working. Like, all right, can you put a photo on this? <laughs> and we need it landscape. We need to boost our TikTok presence. Yeah, no vertical. That's what we need. And I it, was going to say landscape. <laughs> that's where you went wrong from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we're talking about uh, Tottenham. That I, I chose them because I had a vibe. They were the mm. miserable team, and I go for Melbourne Football Club. And I went for, and I go for the 76ers in basketball, and they are mm. two teams that you like. I'm, I go for 76ers. Yeah, as well. we're, we're the same. Mm. So you're Greek like Tom, but we're mm. sportingly mm. aligned. And mm. then who do, you, who do you go for? You go for the coast West coast? The, yeah. the old coast to coast. So you are fully <laughs> in misery. Misery, <laughs> misery right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's a but, special kind of misery. Yeah. And then you get all the injuries and all the situation we're in, the dire situation we're in. But then this week, that Daniel Kerr stuff. Came out. What was the Daniel Kirst? I didn't see. He's, he's extremely mentally ill, and he's oh, in no. prison for setting fire to his parents' house. Oh, that was a, oh, that right. was years ago that he. But did like, that. I think he just got. Like, oh, just come around. Right. Sure. Okay. Oh, that's awful. And his sister's the best footballer in the world. In the world, she is the best. I saw her once at Little Creatures Fremantle. Wow. Really? She little, she's not that tall. No. And I was she, like, that's Sam Kerr. How am I in Perth for two days? <laughs> and I see Sam Kerr. Where's Eskimo Joe and the John Butler trio? Sam Kerr openly uh, hung shit on the Dockers in a press conference once. And it was... Wonderful. It's really good. It comes up in our uh, WA footy thread. Yeah. Every oh. so often. Oh, do you have a thread of WA people? Yeah. And the Eagles-Dockers rivalry, it's really fracturing our 
friendship circle. Well, it's it's funny. Like Dean takes the lead sometimes. Like last time a derby rolled around. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone put out the, as someone always does, puts out the olive branch. It's like, so does anyone want to get together and watch watch all together, like Dockers yeah. and Eagles and stuff? And it'd be really nice. And and a couple of people were like, yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. And then Dean comes in and goes, look, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I want to watch it with my tribe. Yes. And I don't, because if we win, I don't want to have to hold back on my yeah. joy yeah. for yeah. you. And be polite. I understand yeah. that because I watched my team lose to Walialup or Fremantle last weekend. And there was a few of these fucking Fremantle <laughs> people in the room, not in even my eye line. And I know some of them are listening now. Burka. Yeah, Big insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> As a, and I, I, I can see your problem with these people. Mm. We've got songs for players, and we don't, we don't want to sing our songs in front of the Dockers people because they think we're trying to antagonise them. Yeah, they, we're they, just having to try to have a good time. They can, they can just go to Tame Impala at any point, can't they? <laughs> That's pretty cool. So I'll, I've got a bunch of Perth questions because Please. I think. Have you heard of a thing called Vic bias? No. So <laughs> Vic bias is a, the, it's a conspiracy theory huh. almost that. Peop- that the AFL is aligned to make the experience of <laughs> watching football better for Victorians yeah, and not really aligned to mm, WA, SA, New South Wales or Queensland mm. and now potentially Tassie. Do you think that's a real thing? All I know is we always get the shitty Sunday Arvo fixture and Matthew goddamn Pavlich is commentating. <laughs> yeah. And if you, want, if you want someone to suck the energy out of a game, it's Pav. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I, Dermy is the one I have. Oh, oh yeah. I'm with with. When they're on the same commentary team, it's, you can't it, listen to I, it. We just have to turn it down sometimes because Dermy's there <laughs> going, mm, see, I would have done it slightly differently. I put them in my, in my four. Yeah, I put him in my special comments, and I and I I I've got so much hate for putting Dermy in there. I can't stand him. He does a lot of Gold Coast games as well. I can't stand it. They do put him on the like, you know, the no one's listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll keep him on the payroll. But I got cornered by Dermy at Fox Footy once, and he was on the anti PC train. Oh no! I needed to dig a hole and oh my god, fall into it. Oh wow! (laughs) Yes, no. So that is an experience of most games that Mm. you watch are at five o'clock on a Sunday. The worst time because you've got to get ready for work the next day. And what happens at the end of a Sunday game? What Bounce. a pit. Bounce. <laughs> yeah. Which is hosted by a man who was <laughs> mercilessly bashed. Um, <laughs> can I ask, He's had enough. Can I ask you a question about 2018? Yeah, please. So my experience of 2018 was uh, I went to the prelim at Optus Stadium, the yeah. newly built Optus Stadium. Mm, you poor bastards. I've mentioned this all the time, but it's part of my key trauma in my, yeah. uh, and who I am now. Yeah. That was a big thrashing, wasn't it? Mate? I woke up at 7 a.m., I got to the airport, I got on a plane at 8 a.m., yeah. got, got in at about 11, so I got in, the, you know, went straight to the ground, yeah. I figure it, and then watched Melbourne play West Coast to play into a grand mm. final. Mm. Um, we, didn't, we didn't throw a punch. Dean and Dean and I, we Dean had booked a, a, a cinema for yeah. us here in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, oh, the South in South Bank. Would you wear like uh, Jam Factory? No, it was the. It, what was the one? It's, <laughs> it's in South. It's in South Bank. It's called the. It's a cute oh, one. It's, oh, you know the, the one under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, it's called Moon. Moonshadow. Mm. And what's the cat? The cat Stevens. That's where Max always has his short films. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we filled it full of eagles. I think I accidentally made money on that. Nice. That wasn't the plan. This, like you, like the, no. talk about being like it was. It was 
like at halftime, I mean, uh, after yeah. halftime, it was over. No one was watching. Yeah. We'd hide out of cinema and we were all just catching up. Yeah. Um, people, some people that come in from uh, out oh. of town, like see their kids, you're like, g'day, like, you know, in a preliminary. Was, that's not what I was doing. I was actually sitting at Optus Stadium <laughs> watching it. And uh, let me tell you, it was really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> at halftime, I'm standing there going, why did I come here? It was me and Titus O'Reilly. Yeah, I remember Titus going. And I turned around at halftime to sort of look around. This is handsome guy sitting behind me and he's like hey i like uh, your song war isn't cool <laughs> and i was like oh That's thanks weird. and i was, looked at him for a while and went are you vance joy and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh thanks what are you doing here he's like oh i've just got a show tonight i was like fuck you vance joy <laughs> these suck uh so, and then i got back on a plane and i was in bed at 11 o'clock in melbourne and like wow shaking with trauma oh man who does vance joy go for because he's he used he to play for footy. preston bullion yeah yeah, I yeah. it was coburg or maybe coburg anyway, yeah i just made but didn't the, is it wasn't the vance joy bass player a massive eagles fan wasn't that Potentially, the story yeah, i, I, I feel know. like that's a i just remember there. vance joy saying war isn't cool is a good song <laughs> which is the first time and last time i've ever heard, <laughs> heard that well um so, uh, I went to the grand finals. Yeah. Did you guys get tickets? Yes, we did. I did. Uh, oh, Stacey. I was in China. You, that's right. China. Stacey Do you know Trump? Stacey was stuck in China. Yeah. Um, Were you there to for watch the Shanghai it? game for the... For the <laughs> For the for the one I that booked, Brian Taylor. I booked the you know like I booked the, the trip like mid season and I knew it was grand final day yeah but I I was like it's not gonna be grand we're not gonna we're not gonna be in the grand final yeah sure. it, we had to go then because my friend was it was in school holidays it was the only time she could go. right so we'd planned this trip um and then as the closer it got the more but but I also I felt like I was doing my bit in a way because I went to the 2015 grand final which we lost yeah but so the, getting out of the country I was out of the country in 2006 ah. when we won and so I was it's like you so I did have that in the back of my mind if I leave the country yeah. we're probably going to win it I feel like that day in 2018 we made a deal with Satan to get that amazing close Great grand final. One of final the greatest win. grand finals of all time. Mm. But I think we're paying for that in every and, sense. And it's a fair bargain. And at the probably moment. worth it. It probably yeah. is. And like, you're going to get pick number one as well. I mean, get, it sort of works out. Can I ask, <laughs> Riley, in 2018, how do you watch a grand final in mainland China? Thanks for asking. We're in Hangzhou. <laughs> ah, yes. And oh, say I'm no calling, more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling round to uh, uh, like uh, ribs bars, places that have sports in yeah. the title. Mm. And uh, I get one and they say, uh, I was like, can you get the Australian grand final? It's on Santa- Setanta Sports. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've looked it up. It's yeah. on Setanta Sports. Setanta are helping. The yes. <laughs> yes. yes. He's yeah. a mogul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So go down there. There's uh, three of us and we walk in and uh, uh, quite early yeah. so that to make sure we've, we've got it. I say, I'm here for the grand final. They say, great, we can get that up. They get it up and it happens oh. to be only Chinese commentary. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I... I any chance that we could get one with English not, commentary? Yeah, it's not the same without bristle. Is there just a little bit? And, and they were like, okay, okay, cool. And and mucked around with it for so, so long. And I'm there and we're counting down towards bounce time and I'm, I'm getting so stressed <laughs> out. But he's like, we can do this. And I was like, do I need to find another place? He's like, no, we've got it. He gets it up. I watched the entire grand final where it it, it plays at normal speed and then it will pause. <gasps> and after six seconds, it will skip ahead. Oh, oh, no, so, no, no, so you're there. No, no. Willie Willy Roll is taking a mark on the line. <laughs> and it yeah. pause. You're like, is it? Oh. oh. So was, did, hit, did it yeah. pause for the Dom Sheed moment? 
it it was no that I, it paused at a good time. Like I was like, he took the mark. I got to see that in oh. full swing. The most annoying thing though was three other Aussies that would just happen to be, and they were just like, we're just here for the grand final, and and I was the only like big yeah. Eagles, like only yeah. one in the whole room that had skin in the game. And nothing worse. And these three guys just kept coming over and being like, uh, "Hey, well, yeah, what do you think about?" This? I'm like, "Don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah, Don't right. talk yeah. to me." I need supreme focus right now a- about about something just like general game yeah. stuff. Yeah, just right. like, "Oh, this is a, a general." Oh, wait, so you guys have uh, you tried a dumpling? Yeah. So <laughs> you guys are from where? Do you, whereabouts are you from? And not today, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not today. today. Jesus. Yeah. So that would have that would have been. A, at least you were happy. Did you have yeah. a celebratory peking duck or something? Um, I we we were uh, we had a celebratory face mask. Uh, <laughs> we went to a mountain retreat in Moshangan oh. and had a face mask. And then I traditional I, 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 traditional <laughs> celebration. And then I, I, I fell asleep um, watching the replay of the grand final oh. on my phone and got a four hundred dollar four hundred dollar phone bill. Worth it. <laughs> totally I was worth in it. China. That's that's something you don't realize until your team wins a grand final. Tom. Yeah. Is um. I reckon half the joy of winning a grand final is watching the replay over and over and oh over. My oh my god! Yes. Yeah, we 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 did the the, the following year. Yeah. For New Year's, um, or oh, was that year at yeah. New Year's we um timed it. Oh, we timed oh, it so, so that good. Dom she'd kick the goal on New Year's. <laughs> yeah. And you know, different commentaries every time. You yeah, line absolutely. it up. Absolutely. The Triple M people get a run sometimes. <laughs> yeah. SEN even sometimes. Um, <laughs> but you were going to say that day. Tell me about the 2018 Grand Final day. Where did you go to the game? I was at the game, and we will. We, eight of us got tickets together down the city end in the third tier. I was so close to you, mate. At the, five goals down in the first quarter, <clears throat> my whole. I'm a, I'm a huge optimist, so I'm keeping everyone's sanity in check. Yeah, mm. blind optimism though. Like yeah. at that point, it was like mm. you looked so bad, and then at some point, you just shifted and yeah. started playing different. I forget what the structural change was. And Willie Willie kicked a goal off his shin. Yeah, and, and that's it good. Vibes. Just crept good vibes. in, and I knew if we could just halve that margin at quarter time. Just mentally looked mm. all right, and then we did. But then they got ahead again, like at the top of the yeah. fourth. I was listening to the, a call um, in my ear mm. from the radio, and I think it was Gary Lyon. I forget. I forget it was it was a special comment. And they were like, "You were down by like 25, 30 points or something," mm. and they were like, "West Coast's got this." That was the vibe, and I was like, "That's crazy wild. to think," but yeah. like it was just so obvious that Collingwood had stopped any sort of optimistic output yeah and you guys were just firing but then do you remember so we, we get in front things are looking good luke Shaw, he puts it on jack darling's chest in the goal square and he drops it yes do you remember that yes <laughs> do i remember were you ahead at that moment we yeah, were that, that would have iced it completely it would yeah. have iced it it yeah. would have iced it and instead we had to sit through the last two minutes That's right, and they kick out and it went to the mid and he kicked mm. it yes. bombed it to the center of the ground and it looked like it could have been yes. a run on yeah. yeah so i was at this my experience of this game was because I'm an MCC member, I'm sorry I keep bringing it up. I can just go. Wow. Um, so, you get to drink out of glass? Yeah, totally. Shit. It's all gone to shit now. You can drink in your seats, which I'm very upset about. <laughs> um, but uh, so I was sitting at home and I was like, I think I'm going to go. And so I just got in an Uber. And it was at that time when you could Uber, Uber split. Uh-huh. And it, for some reason, it was free. So I just got in an Uber split and then I went to the ground, walked in. I used to work at the MCG. So I first, the person I bump into was an old boss. He's like, yeah. He passed me a ticket for a seat. What? So I just had a, walked up to my seat and sat down and just watched it all happen. And I remember just, I didn't talk. I was what? surrounded by Collingwood supporters. Of course. And they were being petty. They kept going on about um, whose hairline? 
uh, the captain. Shannon Hearns. Shannon Hearns. Oh, ball. You leave Bunga's hairline yeah. alone. Yeah, they were just like, you know, petty stuff. And he's a sweet angel that also, needs he's to be had protected. The, he's had the same hairline since he was 19. Yeah. Like, get get over it. Yes. And so, and then I just sat there quite the whole game going for West Coast, praying for West Coast. And I was like, should I go home a quarter time? I was like, maybe I should just leave. And then I, I didn't. And then I just was sitting there quietly, quietly, quietly. And then that, that run down the far wing from uh, McGovern. Jezza leaves to his Ru- man, does Ru- a 360 mark to, Rioli. to uh, Vardy. Vardy. Vardy kicks it. Almost, it almost got smothered, his kick. Yeah. To Rioli. Rioli. Liam Ryan. Liam, Liam Ryan. Ryan. He plays Ryan. on because oh, the defender lost his feet. Yep. Deep into the pocket to Willie. Who really, no, I no, think, to, no, to Dom Sheed, Sheed, who looked like he played on, to be completely honest. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's yeah. an angle, you're like, he's not going to kick this. Yeah. There's no way. The drop punt. It, well, how, do you know the time that was left on the clock? No, we didn't. But I felt like we were peppering at that point. So yeah. it wasn't, I didn't realize the magnitude that that was the game winning kick. Yeah. I think I knew because I was on the radio and I, just, I was sitting there quietly, just reserved, and he kicked it and it, the umpire did not move. And I remember just. Out with no, I knew I was surrounded by Collingwood people. I just went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, it was a fuck, one of the most incredible games of yeah. Been, I'm almost so like good, I'm man. envious of you for experience a a game so pure, like a pure yeah. game of footy like that where you you can just observe it was and a, soak it up. That's I love watching. Mm. I know I do a football pod. I love watching football <laughs> so much. I will go to the shittest games. I love football. I've been enjoying our footy more when our team is as shit as we are. We've said this before on this podcast. Yeah. It It is arguably more enjoyable yes. to watch your team build yes. than to see them where my fucking team is right yeah, now. Where they is, should be winning and they yes, should be winning. Yeah. And yes. Yes. There's hard. so much potential. There's yeah. so much excitement and... Let's see this guy and like if winning if you're not expecting to win and you and you don't win mm. you're like you're sad but you're like okay but we're talking about winning in a year or two mm. years yeah. and it's 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 the Sims you know what I mean it's yes. you're building a house you know yes. it's 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 the positivity of it but that's yes yeah, so that's I, I like the optimism we're talking about West Coast with yes. I have Perth questions for our Victorian Sydney listeners okay yes please my first question uh, basically is. What's the best things about Perth? You both live here now. You are Perth expats, yes? Yeah. Mm. So how long have you both lived in Melbourne? 12 years. So, Ten okay. Years. 10. So you both, that's the rule when you're from Perth is you have to live in Melbourne or Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of our friends are from Perth. <laughs> you have good perspective. You, you are and you all do improv. Not that I, do you either of you do improv? Ben, Ru- we, me and Ben Russell did improv at the big hoo ha in Perth. Hoo ha, right. hoo ha, yeah, years together. Yep, yep. The big hoo ha, which is an improv scene that yeah. is uh, involves Luke Longley's brother. Yes, so that's right, Sam Longley. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. also he tall. started it. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Stacey's yeah. an old yes and man. Always yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so you all live over here, but so you have good perspectives. So, yeah. what's the best things about Perth? Okay, now let's think about this. The obvious thing is like the beaches where I, I didn't realize how special they were living over there. I mm. thought that's what beaches were, but I now know that. No, they took them for granted. Yeah. Took them for granted remarkable. while I was there. Do you think have, like Gold Coast beaches, if the if uh, take away the awful stuff, yeah. their beaches are incredible, but Cottesloe I think is equal to it. Yeah. yeah. So that's amazing. Uh, the Obviously the weather's amazing as well. Cheap flights to Bali is pretty good. Oh, yeah. To Bali. But like if you work in the media like we do, it's... <laughs> It's not 
the funnest place. No, because the West mm. Australian, the it's a, it's an, it's kind of there's a there's one a, horse town, one horse town. All right. So one, it's kind of owned by one very powerful person mm-hmm. called Kerry Stokes. Stokes, that's yeah. right. Who right. owns Channel Seven and owns the West Australian? That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so the media is a one horse town situation. Yeah, and it just feels a bit old school. It feels like we're a bit behind the rest of civilization. And three hours behind as well. That's strange. Or two at the moment. Oh, right. Two at the moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else is, is lovely about Perth? Uh, what else is lovely about Perth is I felt as a young person, I remember being very angry that people started leaving Perth. <laughs> and yeah. because I was like, there's so many fun, talented, cool people here. Mm. And cool scenes, like music stuff. It was there. That was yeah. when Tame Impala were like yeah. coming up. The Ever music heard of Jebediah? Mm. I certainly have. And have you heard of Bob Evans? Have. Love Bob. Uh, we said Tame Impala. Only the we? Pancake Parlor. The Sleepy Jackson. Gyroscope. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, John Butler Trio. Split Seconds. Eskimo Joe. Split seconds? Yes. Who's split seconds? Split seconds. Get on top Pond of Pond as well, I guess. Yeah. Pond. But Pond is tame in parlor. Carnival. No, Carnival. Band. Oh, Bird of, Birds of Tokyo. Shit. Did anyone say gyroscope? Yes. yes. Okay. Then uh, I will throw in a little band called The Waves. Little Birdie. Oh, The yes. Waves. There's mm. no Aphrodite. Yeah. They no, started. The they started. All oh, right. I'm into them. <laughs> Tom, you're out. <laughs> they, start, they started the famous record label Jarrah. Records that John Butler Trio and uh, the Waves, a uh, Perth-based record label, San went on Cisco to also on that label. Are they? Well, Jarrah is uh, Scarlet from San Francisco's dad. There you go. Who is the manager of John Butler? Who I once sold a guitar to. So you telling uh, just music? Proud Cosmo. of you, mate. Proud. It sounds like Perth is small. <laughs> <laughs> the hard thing Tim about- mentioned. <laughs> yes, I would say that's the good thing about another good thing about Perth is yeah. that it's small and you like you you could. I remember with sadness when I first time I went back to Perth after living here for several years and mm. I walked into a bar expecting to be like, I'll just, w- I, I walked in with no plans. Walked mm, yeah. in saying, I'll see who's there. Yeah. Say hi. Yeah. And I walked in and I didn't know anyone. And that's when I was like, I don't live here anymore. <laughs> so you were doing a cheers. Yep. <laughs> I was cheersing. So in Perth, you can do a cheers you can and you'll do know a cheers people. Because there, yeah. there is like three pubs. I think we performed it. Yeah. One, is sure. Jackrabbit Slims? Is that one? That's like a... Club isn't isn't it more of a? I don't know. That's where I've been. Yeah, nice. And that's where you've been. The Heath Ledger nice. Theatre is that? A- yeah, then we've <laughs> been there. Yeah, as well. I went to nice school theater. with Tim Ledger, his cousin. We played in the same band. That's yeah, nice. pretty cool, man. Yeah, Perth, pretty Perth cool. things. Thanks. Perth things. It's a Perth thing. Yeah. Um, Great. I love that. And I'd, you're a Perthian if you're from Perth or a Perthianality. I, this is something I, I, I uh, another question I haven't written down, Mike. Why is so many people from Perth have long curly hair? Uh, give me three men, examples. Men. Go. Uh, Ashley Pierce. Yes. Um, Sly Withers. Sly Withers. Yes. Help me, Tom. Give well, me another one. Um, Tame Impala. Nat Fife. Nat Fife. Fife, he's, he's beautiful as well. well. Like a lot of dudes when I go over there, a lot of people wearing Frio Guernseys or West Coast Guernseys at a pub, mm. long hair and just Sean beautiful. McManus. Yeah, Sean, Sean McManus. <laughs> he has two minute noodle hair, that boy. Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Is it just a lifestyle thing? Is it's it a, a cultural thing? Yeah, maybe the salt water promotes lovely hair growth mm, and, yeah. and, and, and vitality, I guess. Yeah. Sun kissed hair, sun, sun bleached hair, I believe. What's your policy called? on grown men and women wearing uh, footy jerseys? Okay, so, okay. <laughs> I'm for it, but I'm afraid to wear it because culturally I think we're again it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a Melbourne 2021 Premiership jersey. Uh-huh. I have our Dreamtime oh, or our, Dreamtime one. So Doug nice. Nichols one from last year. I have uh, our Clash jersey. I wow. have I have a uh, a worn nine like a woolen 1987 D's one which I love. Um, 
here's how I got around it. Okay, go My on. My mummy knitted me <laughs> a 1992 West Coast Eagles. Oh, yeah, that's, so that's cool. So hand-knitted. I'm yeah. not a West Coast fan. <laughs> the old VFL yes. West Coast Guernseys yes. beautiful, as good as it gets, Very I think, nice. for Guernseys. Yeah. Have you seen these, Tom? No. It's in the footy wrap. Like these, the old, they're, they're brand new. They're kind of oh. like state-of-the-art late 80s design. They're like, we're going to change the way Guernseys are done. No stripes <laughs> and corners. It's Beautiful. just, it is, the, the yellow's the got- wings, big, The wings, yeah. the gold yeah. primary-ish yellow yeah. is outstanding. And now our logo is like weirdly close to Hawthorns it's and it's called Soulless and yeah. shit. Yeah. But speaking of bad logos, Gold Coast- no, they got to change it. My up. God, it looks yeah. like a construction company's yeah. logo or something. Get any written stuff. No letters on Guernseys. No letters. Mm. No letters. Well, I, I think we should. I want to redesign the Gold Coast Guernsey. Do you think we should? Like, and just I get so. it. I, I would even like the demons design. So mm. like a like a triangle. Mm. Frio do it. Why mm. can't? And just the yellow and red is a great color yeah. combination. We well, used to have blue in there as well, but that's gone. Yeah, because they that's wanted to true. do that NBA thing where they're like. All these teams are culturally, they're like, we can't clash. So they just went, we're not going to be a clash team. You, we're going to be, sometimes we'll be blue, sometimes we'll be red. Right. Like, I think that was their plan. Yeah. But you right. are red and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Perth. Anyway. Perth is a wonderful town. <laughs> it what is was very hard to get around. If you're going on a night out, everything's spaced that's why, out. That's why it's like, kill me. If you're a gig in Freo, like, fucking kill me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, how am I supposed to get home? But fish and chips down there, though. I figure I love Freedom. Great beautiful point. place. Great but point. Yeah. Culturally, it's a place, I think, where it's like Melbourne and Sydney and potentially Brisbane to a point. They're like, you go to the city for things. Yeah. Mm. But Perth is a place you've got little hubs that yeah. are kind of built around shopping totally. centers. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's your... I, I used to live like near the, the in city, East Perth. And um, I would often feel so sad for I would walk through the city yeah. and see these like lost tourists with this sad look and they're like mm. excuse me where Where's can the... I eat Where's and I was like I'm so sorry you're gonna have to cross the bridge yeah North and Bridge North Bridge <laughs> and, just, and just pop over there there'll be something for yeah. that, that's brought back a really strong memory that I'd forgotten of mm. I think you were there for it Broden yeah but we were driving around Perth aimlessly at the peak of Pokemon Go <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah, I think and that so. big. There's a big botanical gardens in Perth. Yeah, yeah. And there was just like three thousand people playing Pokemon Go there. Um, Do you remember this, or am I making I, this I up? I don't think I was there. That's... I was driving a van. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you. A yeah. big white van, and you yeah. jumping out and grabbing the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Tom's Pulling the Claremont the killer. Just... Maybe it was me, Tim, and Marty. <laughs> reference. It Good might have been reference. me, Tim, and Marty actually, Broden. All the way mm. through making our Netflix show, every yep. day, my only memory from like live. I lived in LA for like five, six months. Yep. Every day. The only podcast I listened to was the the West Australians <laughs> daily journalist recap of the court hearings of Bradley Robert Edwards. <laughs> so I'd be going through Vons at the grocery store, at yes. the gym, at like yeah. a Gold's gym in LA, yeah. listening to like these 50-year-old journalists going, and today they talked to <laughs> the hair specialist. Like my associate LA with, with this Claremont killer, which is a big fame. You're also known for good serial killers. Great, yeah. great yeah. ones. There's that uh, the ex-lawyer that uh, buried someone in King's one. Park that, that, was, was, that was his wife Just a single killer But then the The, the, the shark Sharknet guy What Sharknet there guy? Was, there was a guy From the 60s That, that Robert Drew Wrote a book about I think um, Peter Carey I don't know right. let's, let's change the subject yeah. Of serial killers um, okay. What was it like When Do you remember does, You're both too young Probably Do you remember When West Coast came in? No because They started in 86 we were, You were born in 86? Born in 87 I consider it you're a West Coast baby. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they they say started like started in 80, 86, but the first season was 87. Yeah, correct. Right. So yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah, 87. You are. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt like they were always there. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we so we got a, in our first grand final in 91. Yeah, so I, quick. I remember Craig Turley, there's a poster of him crying after it when uh, Hawks beat us. And then 92 and 94. Craig Turley was a camp leader in my year seven camp. Really? <laughs> per thing. Per thing. Craig Turley's also a big tree saver. I think he yeah. at one point chained Good himself him. to a tree. That's why I was down there in uh, Albany, I guess, doing yeah. just running a, a bush camp. He's a beautiful old surfer dog. Mm. Can you imagine in that era, though? It's a long flight. You guys know better than anyone. Four to five hours to get back to Perth VFL and there's mm. one team yeah that's oh, and the Brisbane Bears maybe shortly after was yeah. that how it went just this Adelaide and Adelaide came in soon soon after just flying in a plane without TVs or any entertainment yes. over to yes. this on the other side of the earth it would have felt like mm. to play this one team and you guys every week every week they're doing it and that see that when it comes to Vic Bias that I'll is bring the it back one. around. Yeah. That's the that's the one that, I, that I'm just like nobody gives us credit for no. flying back and forth every second week. Mm. Every second week, and there's it just means that you've got to be 15 percent better mm. than any Melbourne team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. particularly if their home ground is the MCG. That's why the Collingwood West Coast Grand Final is even more impressive. Yeah, that's true. Is you yeah. were on a plane for most of that, <laughs> like the whole team <laughs> platinum flyers with Virgin Australia. <laughs> Yeah, so impressive. In in 2006 for the grand final against Sydney where we won by a point. Yeah. I came over on a bus to Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a real that's I, it was so great. So How long? It was 2 days non-stop and cuz there were no more flights, some Eagles fans just chartered a bus and it was like 440 bucks return and my friend Wayne and I just got really drunk just to on the bus ride just to try and make it Yeah, more, something less happened, painful. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's some, a message we send to all our listeners is yeah. kill the pain with alcohol. <laughs> but when, when you say non-stop, do you mean like literally non-stop? Yep. So there were two drivers at work shifts. Oh my Lord. And there was like a little sleepy bit down the back. Yeah. And just the nullable. Two days wild. is a quick crossing. It was. But Jeez. I'd never been to Melbourne. Crossing. It was a thrill. Yeah. It's too long. There's nothing there. Yeah. Do you think they should try and build a city just there for fun? <laughs> I think they should. Like yeah. sort of like a China thing where it's like we're going to, for business reasons, we're building a city. <laughs> Don't they yeah, kind absolutely. of have like the coolest version of that, which is an underground city in Cooper Cooper Pedy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. What? So just like- You don't like, know about Cooper Pedy? No. It's too hot so people live underground. <laughs> mm. and oh, it's, shit. it's opals. It's an opal city. Opal town. Let's go. Yeah. There's a dinosaur <laughs> that's o- a, a, a mummified dinosaur made of opals. What? Anyway, we can get it. That's another. That's for another footy <laughs> podcast. We'll get an opal yeah. specialist on. My next question. Sorry. No, that's. I, was I think I was just working through that. What was it like when Frio came in? Okay, because I was a naive, naive young boy. I was like, I'm going to go for both teams, and when the Eagles play Dockers, I'll go for the Eagles. Really? That's interesting. But, but that soon changed when the I got older, and. Dockers fans, to me, think we're all champagne-sipping wankers. A lot of our supporters are. But if you're not into that person... Is, that, is there a cultural thing there? Is it is it mm. West Coast of the rich team and yeah, the, and the nice, beautiful people go for West Coast? It's rich, beautiful people. Man, beautiful. And Frio's work, working class. Yes. That's it. And right. they, well, they really the do- ran that home. Literally, they had, a, they're, 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 they had a, a mascot who was a docker who yeah. would drag around a giant anchor. On the yeah, sort of like, like communist working class yeah, kind just, of and, uh, it was well, and there's the Russian like the yeah, Russian the Frio Frio is a, yeah. the the uh, the Navy song is it, na- is it the, not, the yeah. Soviet Navy I just I, think. I just know it's a, yeah, yeah. An old Russian song. I've often wondered if it's the same with Adelaide and Port mm. yeah totally because Port no, it, is. it has that working class feel right where there's the prison bars and all that yeah. yeah it's all bullshit but it, it, it's that is the vibe yeah right the, it's just com- something I never knew San, the Sandful Port Adelaide 
magpies are definitely that, definitely yeah. the working class vibe. Yeah. But the Adelaide Crows just didn't exist. So they're kind of the catch all. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, it's not like, yeah. Same, same with West Coast. Because like Frio has its footy culture, right? Yeah. And they've got East Frio and South Frio. But then West Coast comes in. It's just like, well, we're the coast. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. taking the entire yeah. coast. Yeah. From broom to <laughs> down the bottom. Yeah. 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 How do you feel we've presented ourselves in this dire time as Eagles fans? Uh, us. I think we're as a, as a I think we're beautiful to be around. <laughs> I was pretty shocked last night, right? As you, 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 no one showed up to that game expecting you to win. Mm. There was a good amount of people at that. Da- my round. dad went thirty nine thousand yeah, people. He that's said. crazy yeah. for yeah. A lo- for a bottom of the ladder team that is literally playing people from the second waffles. Mm. Like yeah. we just have to eat shit and <laughs> and be okay with that. We do not have a leg to stand on to no. be upset. The no. entire yeah. I think there's a real big entitlement it's, it's with Eagles horrible, fans because yeah. we've had it. Good since we've been alive. I love the Eagles until I go to an Eagles game. How? How? <laughs> and then, like, you're surrounded by the Eagles the fans, fans uh, the absolute the worst. That, as I said, I was saying today, like, it's like the thing that, that I think typifies the Eagles fan is that they all know, like, they, they know the names of the umpires um, and their numbers. So, so they'll be like, uh, who's that? Oh, of course, it's Radcliffe again. Yeah. And, then they're, and then they're always, they, they just immediately go to, like, shitting on our own oh. team. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, don't yeah. kick it backwards. Oh, Kelly's bloody useless. And that's yeah, always that, yeah. it's always that word, useless. Yeah, yeah. And Jack Darling gets fucking harassed by Eagles fans. Really? Like it's bullying at this point. <laughs> yeah, totally. For what? some reason, he's just got a target on his back and people love to... That, you, you're hate. saying a lot of things that remind me of Melbourne, to be mm. honest. Right. It reminds me of Collingwood, to be honest, a little bit. The Collingwood are kind of... Yeah, like they... they that they 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 think they're the nineteenth man, and but I think yeah. West Coast do that as well. Only the big teams feel like they influence games. Do mm. you feel like that when you go to a West Coast game? And I guess because you guys would see them mostly at the MCG or Marvel as well. Yeah, where there's just no vibe ever because <laughs> yeah. there's no one in the stands. Well, you're not talking about Marvel, are you? No, <laughs> <certainly> not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So when Freer came in, yeah. all of a sudden there was a rivalry, or did it take a while? Yeah, and then those early derbies. We beat them so much. much. Yeah, they didn't win until 2000, in, if my memory serves me oh, correct, yeah. when Tony like Modra, Tony Modra yeah. joined them. Remember that little oh, era? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Modra was a superstar. But those, the, the the spice in those games and the fights were so real. And did they, you guys get the demolition derby? Dale kick it. Oh, like, like you get you. It was came on television occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> you guys get that over here. Yeah, Dale kick it punched like thirteen people in the head that day. <laughs> got suspended for yeah. double digits. I think my and, memory of that whole era, the Subiaco era, we'll call it, which is yeah. twenty five years or whatever, yeah. um, is just as a kid just going. Hey, it's weird over there. The crowds in the ground, like. Behind the goals, that famous Michael O'Loughlin moment where he goes yeah. and gives the chi- gives it to the cheer squad, they're down. Like, you're almost down halfway. Absolutely. And there's a hill. If you're sitting on the wing, you can see a meniscus of sorts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was a weird time. So, when the Frio were in the grand final in 2012. Yeah. 12? 13? Uh, I think it might have been 13. 13. Might have been 13. Maybe 20? I don't know. Um, what was it like in WA? Do you know anything about that? Was it... We hope they go well. Was it like, no, they need to lose. Let's everyone go for Hawthorne. I think certainly, if we're honest, a lot of people didn't want Dockers to win that. I, see, I've come, uh, I've come a, a interesting path because I was indoctrinated by my father. Like he, he had a, he's a very strong anti-Docker agenda. Like it, from the get-go, always yeah. been really adamant. And so I was as well until I moved here. And also like, like because here, like half of my friends are Dockers supporters. 
and I and I like them. Yeah. Mm. And in general, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hate. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and. And so I, I, I do I try to walk a line of like uh, like the support the troops but not the war. Yeah. <laughs> like I support, <laughs> like I, support <laughs> I don't support your team, but I support you having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. Qu- my next question is what does Perth think of the the East Coast? I think that Perth believes there's a rivalry, but I think <laughs> the reality is Melbourne might not think about Perth. No. no, I think all Melbourne thinks about is Sydney. Do you mean the East Coast in general, or yeah. like in, fo- in football terms? Uh, no, I think in a bit of both, really. Oh, okay. What do you think? I think that um, uh, there is a strong feeling of um, a bit like the kind of envy or jealousy or something that we are a bit of a chip on the old ignored shoulder. A chip on the shoulder ignored. Perhaps. And then when the COVID ignored. stuff happened, they. Really, yeah. they're calling it Fortress Perth. Yeah, yeah. I was in Queensland when the COVID stuff happened, and Queensland was so like they don't go, "Oh, how's it going in Melbourne?" And then you'd be like, "Well, really badly." And they, you'd see them like doing like little mental comes, like they were just <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, fucking suck shit." <laughs> like they were so happy. My my family, bless them, just had no concept just of the get fucking it. misery. Yeah, 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 that it was. Yeah. No concept of like, it was such a weird dystopian time, like a curfew to leave your house. Mm. That is the big philosophy of that whole thing, wasn't it? That like, we're trying to avoid horrible stuff, but you don't know horrible things unless you experience them and you make the wrong mistakes. So the whole argument for the whole thing was, we've got to shut down stuff so that prevent mass death. Mm. But by stopping, by shutting everything down, it was preventing the mass deaths that never happened. So you couldn't prove that we were stopping anything. Yes. And, yes. and, and like, so if you're in Perth, you're like, they're going through awful shit, but it's great here. So why don't they just have a great time as well? <laughs> it, it just didn't happen over there. Yes. It's just, it's hard to get your, it is hard to get your head around to send your empathy so far across the country. Yeah. yeah. Although I would say the, 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 the only thing that got to me of all that, like, you know, some, some of our friends even in Melbourne were like, oh, just like getting angry when people were posting pictures of themselves at the beach or whatever in yeah. Perth. Mm. And I didn't care about that. No. I, the only thing that pissed me off was the ads when they would come on TV. Melbourne, we're thinking of you. Oh, <laughs> and it was like sanctimonious. Yeah, Max. and it would just be like Rick Arden and Susanna Carr and like Perth celebrity like <laughs> news people. It's just like Melbourne, sending our love across the Melbourne. <laughs> Why are you smiling? Always in our hearts. Oh and it's just God. like no, no, oh. don't. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> you know that that was a, when that happened. It was the first time I fully felt the states in a very big yeah, way. Totally. Yeah, totally. I couldn't agree. We more. knew every premier. Yeah, we knew <laughs> like, whether they were good or bad. That was an incredible time. We've all just mm. forgotten about it. I yeah. know, man. I live like right in the middle of the city, so I just saw the weirdest stuff. Oh man! I remember one time there was no one on the streets on Flinders Lane. Yeah, not a soul. And I looked down my alleyway and. Just out of nowhere, a guy in a large Subway sandwich suit just walked <laughs> past. And I'm like, what kind of Why? fucking uh. hell? What Armageddon hell is this? It was so strange. It's burnt in my brain. Why would he have needed and to do that? His demeanour was sad as well. He did it for you. He, he did it for you. That's art. Sad. That's, that's art. That's, awesome. the, that's the magic laneways yeah. of Melbourne. <laughs> that's like my culture. I, yeah, I live in the city too. I kind of miss that. Like I miss not... I miss crossing... I miss... Not looking when I cross the street. Yeah. Yeah. Just driving places in like 12 seconds. Yeah. Driving to Geelong in 12 seconds. <laughs> Me and my friend Joe would go 
bike riding late at night when the curfew was on, so it was just not a soul. And we'd go and like smoke doobies in in the um the tennis area, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, like the outside court. The oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just sit in a dark the multi-billion-dollar <laughs> arena they've designed to be a national international infrastructure <laughs> yeah. for all sports. And we're sitting just in- Dino smoking a joint <laughs> on his bike. It's like in pitch black darkness, yeah. sitting in an empty stadium. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, fuck, was it? Yeah. And we've I, we've just forgotten about yeah, it. Yeah, we have. I was on a train yesterday going. I I I the first time I went to a football game after it was over, mm. just thinking how lucky am I? And now just being like I I'm entitled to this. I'm yeah, like totally. it, I I I was at the forum last night and crowded thing, and I, I was wearing a mask because yeah. I was like I'm still I still wear masks. I yeah. wear them on the tram and I wear it. We all wear there. a mask in a way, and we yes, do. I'm and, wearing one now. And I was talking about a metaphorical mask because <laughs> yeah, I, I was right. afraid. Yeah, of uh, the. Uh, <laughs> But but I've I felt shamed. Like I had several really? people be like, "Oh, what are you wearing a mask? Are you sick, or are you just like afraid of getting sick?" And I was uh, like, "I just oh, yeah. was it slowly, slowly." Uh, no, Who was it fine? was. Uh, it <laughs> we went to a thing called Body Electric. Yeah, right. our and friends amateur dance show. Think, wow. think it's like slowly, slowly. Was Rocker, Rocker Stedford for adults. Rocker Stedford for adults. But it was at the fun. forum. Yeah, it's a big deal. Mm. Yeah, mm. Rocker Stedford for adults. Mm. Yeah, this mm. sounds really interesting. How'd they go? They nailed it. Was yeah. it a standing room? It was real sexy. Yeah. Speaking yep. of Perth, I saw uh, Eskimo Joe do um, songs from the city. Songs and from Black the sea? Finger- songs from the sea. Songs from the city. Black other one. Finger Nails. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually from the seeds, that album. Mm-hmm. And then they did uh, Black Finger Nails Red Wine after that. Perth do you, Boys. Do you remember when they were more like closer to like a jokey band? And I will the- never. They hate sweater songs. Sweater. They hate that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they stopped halfway through and said, I don't know, uh, young generations don't get this, but you'd do a gig and then go home, watch a little show called Rage, and the whole crowd cheered <laughs> and, and stuff like They're that. They're a legacy act now. Yeah, yeah, they did their two albums back to back, and they've got some great songs. They but do. They, they have, I, I, it's hard for me to describe, but they have uncut, pure Perth energy. They do. In their style. Absolutely. A cool Perth person. Yeah. Mm. They have cool Perth person energy. Yep. And I don't want to give that negative vibes. I don't want to give that no. positive vibes. I, feel, I get it. I get what you're saying. When I did a tweet once, uh, second time I think Arnie Donner ever went to Perth, I said, everyone from Perth looks like they're from Perth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know. I don't want you, you to read into that what you... Yeah. But they truly just feel like they're from Perth. It's yeah. the South Africans... A lot of South Africans who moved to Perth. A lot in, of Englishmen. Yeah. Mm. The people, the South that. Africans moved to Perth in 1992 for some unknown reason. They just felt like a change. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and, and then the British people everywhere. They, the British people have moved to this area called Clarkson. It's like a marina. And they, they just, it's full English. <laughs> you go That's there and get the full English. Absolutely. Is it near Hillary's Boat Harbour? Further out. Further out. We made a show a few years ago with Arnie Donna called um, Hug the Sun. Mm-hmm. I saw it. And um, it was Love made it. by two wonderful, uh, a bunch yeah. of wonderful Perth, ba- or Perth a lot of, yeah, everyone. generated mm. creatives. So Xavier Michalides, yeah. who is one of my, fi- he's in our show and I think he's my favorite part of Coffee Cafe. Yeah. He plays a drug dealer called Gino and he's a he's actually one of Australia's great, brilliant performers yes. and improvisers. Yes. And I, I think he's, he's you might have seen him on TikTok. He does these like the bunnings. bunnings and he takes his mm. face and puts it and it's brilliant. You must follow that. It's, it's the greatest. Yeah. And then Ben Russell, who I was Perth. That's yes. so profoundly about that was that was my time in Perth. Like yeah. that was like I was like, is Perth the center of 
That because I, yeah. I, I, I like of of great comedy. Meanwhile, like, Tim Minchin's there, coming out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Andrea Gibbs was there as well. Yeah. She's like killing it. She was yeah. so funny, and there was just like a time. Mm. And uh, and then everyone, Jimmy James Eaton. Was, yes, yes, yeah, killing and it. the music as well. Like, let's be honest, it's so yeah. good. All right, let's do the top five musicians to come out of Perth because they w- once again do bad above their average. Average average. Yes. Mm. Um, my when I was a child, I don't know if I feel the same anymore. But through the two thousands, when Tom knew me, I was obsessed with who? John Butler. So much, <laughs> just just lived and breathed they the did. man. I can't. Yeah. I don't know why, but I cringe when I hear Zebra now. Yeah, totally. yeah, totally. It's the scatting. I think <laughs> I've, I've got a funny. I've got a funny John Butler story actually that just came to mind. Yeah, I remember one time Brandon upset me in music class. Oh no, because um. Uh, we had to do a thing where they played like a bit of contemporary music and you would write about oh, what no. What do you hear, right? <laughs> you what do I do? I don't know what I've done. No, no, no. It was totally fair. And I was, because I, I was a guitar guy, I was like writing about John Butler's guitar tone and all this. And I wrote that he was very interesting that oh, in no. Zebra, he was using like an overdrive distortion pedal on an acoustic guitar. Oh, no. Broden turns around and he goes, John Butler's actually never used a distortion pedal. You'll find that he uh, has never used a distortion <laughs> pedal. Had he? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you'll find. I just remember that. That doesn't sound like insecure 16-year-old Broden being obsessed with John Butler. <laughs> you remember what that, f- No, I don't at all. I'm such a dork. <laughs> you'd have, hey, just for the record, you'd, he'd have a thousand of those stories to throw back on me, but he's just being polite right now. But <laughs> John Butler, so uh, legitimate top fives. Yeah. I think Sly Withers is the is my favorite. Sly Withers, yep, my favorite band. I don't even know who that is. You guys know Sly Withers? No, because I was going to ask. You have a triple J person knows who Sly Withers is. (laughs) They have a song. The person from Nova doesn't. No, 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 wait, no, wait. Um, like just bands. Gyroscope for me was Ah, pretty amazing. Yeah, I love Gyroscope. Um, Beaver Loop. Anyone? No, no, you've made that up again. (laughs) (laughs) No, Beaver Loop. Look them up. My big one would be for like. Impact on a genre and, and is, is Carnival. I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah, they're totally, very, very totally. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, d- d- is it boring to say Tame Impala? No, no, it's a great band. What about that great ten-piece sort of jazzy hip hoppy group called uh, Stacey? Not Fundamentals, or no, a ten-piece jazzy hip hop group. Yeah, um, from Perth. They used to be called. You're talking about Big Hoo Ha? No, <laughs> the big. Uh, I, I think I think you're talking about a band like a, a pretty new band. Yeah, but they might not be around anymore. Even they might have come up oh. for a couple of years and then stopped. Um, okay, I'm not sure. No. I'm not sure. Oh, I'll that, yeah, yeah. I'll um, find out. All right, easy. Sleepy Jackson, number hey, one. Yeah. Number one, number one by my, the Sleepy Jackson, the two Sleepy Jackson albums. Do you include uh, Empire of the Sun as a Perth? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you if you is count, Penel, is Penel Perth? No, but it, but yeah. But you he, know what? What do you count? You know, people probably people often count like if there's a one female band member, they'll be like a female. A female. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be they, so you. I think yeah. you can count it. Yeah. Where's Crowded House from? Australia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was uh, talking about Koi Child for the record for all the listeners. Koi Child, Koi, yeah. Koi Child were amazing. Are yeah. they still a thing? I don't know. Never heard of them. I haven't heard of them they were for really, a, really a while. Um, yep. I'm um, trying to think God. of who else. Um, uh, for cut through, like Eskimo Joe were in Australia and very, very like up there with mm-hmm. Powderfinger for a gen. Mm-hmm. When, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. Eskimo Joe, John Butler Trio, Sleepy Jackson, Little Birdie, um, Jebediah. Jebediah. Oh, Jebediah. Jebediah. That's a great song, man. Yeah, Jebediah are fantastic, man. Harpoon. 
there was a vibe because my my drama teacher at high school uh, was from Perth. His mm. name's Mike Frencham. You would both know him. Yeah, yeah. You're from the Perth. great man, Frenchy. Mike Frenchman. <laughs> and um, uh, he used to say that Perth was like a like a it was good because bands would develop their voice and their style in the rooms mm. and learn what's good and bad and then present themselves yeah. to the East Coast. Mm, exactly. So you got like, hey, we're Jebediah and here's what we do, yep. as opposed to being shit in rooms in Melbourne and not getting developed in any way. Yeah. yeah, And some, a lot of, you know, people we know that moved to Melbourne to like kind of kick that and like, you know, you're playing to regular big shows in Perth and people yeah. know who you are. But then if you, you know, yeah. the flip side of that is trying to make that jump can be really difficult. Tim but, mentioned famously was the, uh, he was 31 when he cut yeah. through and that was like after a decade of and trying. Failing and failing yeah. and being like, he was like kind of at that low yeah. ebb of being yeah. like, fuck it. Like, yeah. Let's throw something out there. Before Dockers games, there's a guy that gets on top of the, the roof guitar. and shreds yeah. an electric guitar. And he, what does he have? Long curly hair. Yes, he does. <laughs> Stacy's his mate, and his name's Troy Numberbarn. Troy Numberbarn. There you go. Went to primary school with Troy Numberbarn. So you're telling me you know someone from Perth? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Were you going to ro- ro- rally off a list of people? Was that was? I was about to. Yeah, yeah. please. Methyl Ethel. Oh, oh yeah. Fantastic band. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rabbit Islands, another one that I that's rot nest. love. Sorry, that's rats. <laughs> rats nest. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, Abby May, Felicity Groom. Huge Felicity Groom fan. What is that? Um, Split seconds, of course, as we talked about before. Um, Can you say on triple? Currently, Spacey Jane are the big band. Spacey Jane. Yeah, they are. I don't mind Spacey Jane. Stella Donnelly. I was about to say Stella Donnelly has my uh, favorite song of all time. I think there's a population of twelve people in Perth, and they they're all brilliant musicians. Mm. Yeah, it's actually incredible. It's just musicians and Basil (laughs) Zemplis. That's Perth. One, I've. I saw the Wombats having breakfast at a cafe when I was in Perth one time. Yeah. The whole Wombats, because they were playing at the Big Blue Cube. Yeah. Basically in Australia. But then I looked yeah. to the right, <laughs> and Dennis Committee was having lunch with Basil Zemplis. Yeah. Really? I was there. I, was I like, can confirm. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is with Perth? Man, Dennis <laughs> Committee, right? In my first ever radio job was called Red FM, and it went to Mind Sights. Dennis Committee did a Mind paid- Sights? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's cool. Dennis Committee would do a weekly paid segment, but he was really nice to young broadcasters and always giving advice if you wanted it. Yeah. Anyway, he took me to coffee once. Oh. It was fucking unbelievable. Is he a nice guy? He's so magic. And I gave him, when we were at, co- at coffee, a story that I wrote at six years old oh my God, about yes. a robber sneaking <laughs> into the commentary box. <laughs> and it, Dennis is in it. And then he, 20 years later, he marked it. and He and did notes on it. Yeah, man. It was, he gave you a six-year-old self notes. It was unbelievable. Wow. And then he let me go in to watch him and Bruce commentate oh my God. at Subi so Oval. Cool. Right? Wow. That is so cool. So I'm just standing behind them and they just gently tap each other when it's ready to go, when you're just, off, You're on, you're And off. it's just yeah. seamless. And Dennis had like a notepad of sayings that he'd cross off, new ones, some old hits. So he didn't repeat like, you know, like... Cork in the ocean, centimeter perfect, that oh, kind of stuff. Love that. Have I used it? Don't want to use it again. Yeah. You don't. But just watching those two, it was magic. You don't know you're in the golden age until you're out of mm. it, do you? Mm. No, man. Mm. They're gone now. Mm. Not gone, gone, but that, not not that commentating. Right. Pretty much, right? Just feel like to be an ex-player, sh- it needs to be more of a criteria to, to to commentate these days. You need to be more than just an ex-player. Hundred percent. We're in a we're then the look. The, there are good ones, and they're not getting a chance. Yeah, um, are we in, I was going to say, are we in a valley? Where there are, there's so much talent there, but I think the institutions that institutions that make that that present us football, yeah, aren't showcasing 
the really good ones because it's a boys' club. Would you say it's a boys' yes. club? I, and they're not letting the boys that I like in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also, obviously, more women needed desperately. Yeah. But like JB, Hamish McLaughlin, Brian Taylor. Yeah. There's more. There's more to the world. Yeah. Anthony Hudson. I want a shake up. We need a desperate shake up. We need brilliant nerds. Hundred percent. Brilliant, eloquent nerds. And also, I'd like our commentators just to let it breathe more. Like you listen to the Premier League games. Yeah. And they'll just let it breathe. You don't have a Give fucking stupid space. anecdote that goes nowhere. Ugh. Or the commentators hanging shit on each other. Oh, you would have kicked that back in your day, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, it'll totally. Fuck off. That's my yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. It's a hard, it's hard. I'm, I'm sure it's harder than it appears. And only like 10 people in Australia know how hard it is to commentate football. Yeah. But even so, mm. I think we've got, we've got to try something new. And it's hours because people need hours to develop, right? Yeah. Because mm. no one sounds great first. No. 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 It takes so long. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still over here just thinking about Perth bands. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Well, so we haven't mentioned San Cisco. San Cisco, list. lovely band. Yep. Mathis, good rapper. 1200 Techniques, ever heard of him? Yep. Uh, Pez? Pez? Is he from W? No, he went to our primary oh, school. Oh, yeah, that's right. What's the Rapunzel guy? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Rapunzel, uh, let what's your head sing alone. We're singing alone. What's his fucking name? Now I'm gone. When I first went to New York and I was like 21, I just had his album. On uh, my iPod, and I was uh, my my. He was my album of New York. Um, sing it, wow. draft, draft. draft. Oh, yeah. I said D. I was stuck on that. So, ways you do take WA things with you when you travel overseas. I really do that, that was, album as well. Mm. Um, uh, New York Eskimo Joe Blackfinger. Oh. I was wearing. Uh, no, what album is that? Whatever that album. London is. bombs. Is that is, is that Blackfinger? Or no, remember. it's the one after it. Mm. And in, it's before Inshallah. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm pretty sure I couldn't do this with any other state, though. No, you can't do it with Adelaide. I couldn't do it with Melbourne. I don't know. Troy's from Savan. Melbourne and Sydney and stuff. Choice of Perth. Mm. Troy's very good. No, you can't do it with any other city. No, because I think Perth people make sure that they know we're from Perth. Could you? Yeah, that's true. But could you do it with Melbourne? Like locally, like you could do. We go to King Gizzard. Rove so McManus. Yeah. Rope is from Perth. Perth. Like yeah, with local bands, of you, you absolutely could. I think. Mm. And like Brisbane do the same thing as well. Like everyone knows more routes from Brisbane, you know, that's a big Brisbane yeah. thing. Like, you know. That is true. Um, I just want to say one, I just remembered something amazing about Perth. Yeah. Yes. Every night at about seven fifteen, if you walk down this stretch of road between Scarborough Beach and uh Hillary's, the 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 sky goes completely orange and there's a path that just goes down the beach and it's the most magic thing really in the goddamn world wow. so if you ever go there between mm. Scarborough Beach and Hil- and Hillary's yes that is that yeah absolutely. I don't know what that is but I'll just take those words and yep. try and put them into a situation 715 the golden hour it's That's nothing in, like it in and the it's world not on a rainy day you'd say nope <laughs> nope Another great institution is RTRFM 92.1, the sound alternative. The okay. local like community radio station That's in Perth, the triple, the triple R, R of yeah. Perth. Yeah, right. Fantastic. Like incredible. I That's where you, you and that and, I think I've and been the, on it. they feed each other. Mm. The music f- the feeds the station, the feeds back and they play, they put on sick gigs. Mm. So good. That reminds me of Slumberjack. Slumberjack. Slumberjack, very good Perth yeah. DJ and well, producer. Or they're both from Perth. I think so. Yeah. The laundromat or whatever it is. I've got a band that you might like mm. if you haven't heard of them. Grievous Bodily Calm out of Perth. Them. You're making shit up now. That, yeah, that's I don't like the name, I'll be honest, but they are an incredible <laughs> band. I do really yeah. like Yeah, them. great. Yeah. And on that note, this has been our chat on Perth with Dino. I want to recommend Childish Dino. Your oh, thank you, so Where can people watch Childish, Childish uh, Dino? It's a great animated series that Dino... Yeah, TikTok and Instagram. Mm. Check it out. Childish Dino. Thank you. 
Um, and Stacey, yeah, you hear you on the Jays. <laughs> yeah, catch, do you mind if I say that? Catch me in the Jays. Actually, that was uh, that was something that there was when I very first went in and doing demos and stuff. They were mm. like, someone put someone thing was like, just so you know, it's triple J. It's never can't the Jays. Say the Jays. <laughs> can't say the Jays. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, well, this is just Brandy. stupid old studios. You can say whatever you want here. We're on triple J. <laughs> okay, okay, I understand. I understand. What's the text line? Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. Text, Text in, in now if you like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce and everybody else. Text in say you <laughs> that you love listen the to the podcast. <laughs> Text in right now. Yeah. Oh four three nine seven five seven triple five. And uh, oh, I haven't mentioned a, a better podcast than ours for footy weekly. I listen to it weekly. Is Brownie's Pod? Thanks, Brownie's yeah. Podcast. Yeah, it's Jonathan Brown, Campbell Brown, and myself and our producer Broads. And um, yeah, it's awesome. We're going to take a bus of listeners to go watch Nathan Buckley play in the Carlton Draft. Game. Oh, oh yeah, no, where is it? Fun. It's in Warragul. Like, just oh, beautiful. Yeah. The detail plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should come. Yeah, I genuinely. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay, great. Yeah, great. Where is it? When is it? Tommy Win. I'm thinking about it. If he's in, I Nothing. I know Tom yep. pretty well. Nothing worth. Nothing he'd rather not do than get on a bus. No, I wouldn't get on the bus. I'd just drive my own car, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far away. It doesn't need a bus. That's not you a can just trip. Trip. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that, is that next weekend? When is that? It's in July. Oh, feeling fine. Yeah. July. July. Um, thanks, guys, for coming in. It's thanks. For people listening, it's very late. So I value you coming in. I was just coming yeah. to drop Dean off. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were, we were watching this something about Mary. We've got to go finish it. That's the problem. How far in are you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch Deadwood? No, I've never watched any Did Deadwood. Did you watch Deadwood? No. Is it good though? It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, if you didn't watch Deadwood, I had a really cool fact about Mary, but all good. It's the one from Deadwood in <laughs> yes, something about Mary. Yes, that is. Ben Stiller? Warren, <laughs> who can't find his baseball. That gentleman mm. is in Deadwood. Oh, the brother. As this menacing mm. hitman guy. That's cool. And in, in Mary, you just can't find his baseball, you know? Yeah. Are you up to He's come come here yet? Come here, great <laughs> yeah, scene. So come here. Yeah. Well, uh, I did, yeah. if you had Fox Tales as a kid, which I did, I, I watched this something about Mary like 900 times, always on. American Pie, yep. something about Mary, Lantana. Lantana uh, is yeah. a very interesting... For me, just an eight-year-old watching <laughs> well, Lantana all the time. Oh, no, I would have been like 11, but still. Yeah. Waterboy? For some reason, I've watched Waterboy oh, an Waterboy. unhealthy amount of time. I love Waterboy <laughs> so much. <laughs> I love water boys so much. playing a fool's ball. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming Something in, guys. Bounce that pill. <laughs>